ویلکم ٹو دی آربگلی پوڈ کاسٹ مجموعہ شمشیہ دو جمیلہ دو جمیلہ مجموعہ شمشیہ دو جمیلہ دو جمیلہ مرحبا اینڈ ویلکم ٹو دی آربگلی پوڈ کاسٹ آربگلی از اے پلیٹفارم ٹو کلٹیویٹ دا لو فار آربگ ایٹ ہوم وی اسٹارٹ دس ایئر وتھ دا تھیم آف اسٹیبلشنگ آربگ لٹریسی If you are listening to this as a non-native Arabic speaker who struggles to establish routines at home or as a native speaker who would like to learn more ways to motivate their children with fusha you have all come to the right place This podcast series will bring your stories and your struggles to the forefront We also intend to bring to you current research techniques in second language acquisition This is your host Juaria Siddiqui a graduate student in applied linguistics. My research is about motivation of second language Arabic learners in the Middle East. So stay tuned as we help each other move beyond letters. Today's question is how do we move beyond letters? Have a look around in your house. Have a look around on your social media page. And you will find tons and tons of resources that show you how to teach alphabets, how to teach letters, how to teach words in Laghat al-Arabiya. But have you ever wondered why as a community we have had so much difficulty in moving beyond teaching just Arabic letters. In today's session, we will be talking about increasing fluency in the Arabic language and more specifically, fluency in terms of reading. How do we get our children to become fluent readers in Arabic as opposed to just being readers? A lot of us emphasize reading in the Arabic language. Reading is a big part of our cultural and religious understanding of learning the language. Uh, with the ultimate, of course, with the ultimate goal of understanding the Holy Quran. But the question that often arises is, my child is not able to understand what they're reading. And... they feel demotivated to read because beyond a point they feel like they're just reading for the sake of it this is the question we would like to talk about in today's podcast let's place the issue in context reading has two levels of skill building the first one is the linguistic skill building the second is the cognitive skill building A lot of us, due to our understanding of the language again, think and overemphasize the linguistic aspect of reading. So that would be things such as, such as how do you pronounce correctly? How do you make a flow from one word to another? Bringing in the phonics and just reading without pausing unnecessarily. 
But what we often overlook, and this is more specifically with non-native speakers of Arabic again, when we are encouraging our children to read Arabic at home, is we often, often neglect the cognitive side of reading. Now, this would involve, on the first go, comprehension. How do I make sure that my child is understanding what they're reading? What happens often is that we start from the basic letters, move on to words, and jump directly into reading the Holy Scriptures. So we aren't really providing that buffer space for our children to start understanding letters and words and sentences and paragraphs. And somehow in our heads, we think they should be able to understand and decode the Quran, which in any language sense is not possible. And when we talk about fluent readers, what we are really saying is that they should be able to read and comprehend. And if your child is just able to do the former, then he's just a reader. He's not a fluent reader. The next question that arises is, what are we doing about it? We support reading the text to the maximum extent. But when it comes to making word recognition automatic, we kind of hinder and we falter and then we leave it at that. What does research say about developing fluency in reading? For those of you who are interested, I have provided a link for the article. It's called The Effects of Repeated Reading and Rhyming Poetry on Reading Fluency by Zawala and Cirrus, published in December 2019, so not very long ago. And based on their research, this is what they have to say, quote unquote. Even when students are able to learn and use decoding skills, they more than likely focus all of their energy on decoding. So what this is to say is that teaching them how to read and then trying to decode is a very early way of inter intervention to understanding or gaining fluency. What they should be able to do and what we should be aiming for is moving that decoding ability to them just effortlessly recognizing the words. So in other words, word recognition. When a student's focus is on decoding, then they're not able to do things automatically, or in other words, they, they call it automaticity. That is what we are aiming for. They move beyond stopping at one word, at each word and saying, oh, tuffah, that's an apple, tuffah, hamra, the, the, the apple is red. We, we don't want them to be decoding at each step. Yes, at the very beginning, maybe the first two, three, four times they're reading the book, maybe they're decoding. But then you want them to be able to reach that point where they are thinking in that language and they can just read and just understand what they're reading effortlessly again. Now, for most of us, then the question is, okay, I want my child to move away from just decoding the language, just from in, instead of just reading it. I want them to be more fluent. What are some of the more practical steps that we can implement at home? Again, based on research, 
and you can find it in the article that uh, we are following for this podcast focus on developing foundational skills and fluency early on so even from a religious aspect if you are moving from letters and words to a really advanced religious text there should be a parallel place where you are introducing the child to storybooks not high level storybooks but simple books repeated books phonics early readers whatever that you can get get access to but which helps the child read decode and move to that 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 area where they are automatically recognizing the words and getting a richer comprehension from a simple text that way their foundational skills in comprehension get stronger and this could be as early as say 4 5 6 years and what research suggests is that this has better reading outcomes at the end of grade 2 3 4 so if you are getting them to understand and comprehend at an earlier stage the easier it is for them to access uh, higher level texts or even higher level storybooks at an o- older age and we could we could talk more about this perhaps another podcast on the importance of early reader books but another place where we are really we have to be mindful of is a lot of the uh, early reader books which are meant for say native arabic speakers the content of these of these early reader books is meant for children who are under 6 so if you wait till your child is 8 9 and 10 and introduce them to phonics readers or early readers they might not necessarily enjoy the content and that makes it difficult for them to be motivated to read beyond beyond that uh, or just just that that kind of uh, early reader set as well so holding them early on if you are teaching them arabic at home anyway might as well get the phonics and the decoding out of the way and start getting them to effortlessly recognize words and this way we can definitely inshallah move beyond letters Thank you so much for listening. If you think this podcast uh, is something that could benefit those who are teaching their children Arabic at home, other non-native speakers, please do share it with them and let us know what are the other challenges that you face while teaching your children Arabic. Thank you and assalamu alaikum.